Welcome to Retro Fanfic Retrospective, the podcast where we dredge up old fanfiction and expose it to the cold, harsh light of 2020. My name is Amato, and with me are... Tori. And Dom Thumbtack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, That took me a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Like a screw? It's like a weird object. I I was looking around... it's right in front of me on the wall, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense, you know, probably to you and no one else, but that's okay. <laughs> it's, right. a, it's a devil name, you know, they, they have weird names in yeah. there. Yeah, no, I sure. get it. I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get any example devil names in the screw tape letters besides screw tape and wormwood? I oh, there's a remember. handful of them, yeah. Uh, there's, they mention, like, the gods. Uh, like not the god, but like the demon of gluttony, um, and a couple others. Which I didn't like mark dustbin. them down. Well, th- there's like the secretary has a name. Um, talking to different individuals that uh, uh that Wormwood's person has talked to has their own devil, and they, they have a name. Like I have a correspondence okay. with Blank, who said this about the subject. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So as You can probably tell by the episode title and our topic. We're talking about demons today. And specifically in the context of a screw tape letters slash angel, the TV series, you know, the spinoff from Buffy, that one crossover. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to specify with angel. There's got to be so many things called angel, right? I don't think you do. I think if you say angel in the context of a fan fiction podcast, I think people are probably (laughs) going to get it. Warren Worthington III? (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> he had his own comic series for a while and back when they didn't have any better characters to give a comic series to <laughs> that's, that's a good point but it's not the name of a a show well yeah I guess was it the name of the comic series <laughs> I, I feel like maybe maybe not yeah yeah okay so everyone knows what Angel is yeah. it was a TV show yeah that started on the and concurrently with the third season of Buffy, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Then went one for one with them, including one past when the season of when the series of Buffy ended. Yeah, right. And we've done a Angel fanfic before, which was much much longer than this one, mm-hmm. and significantly more angelly. But what I was excited for here was to read something based on the Screw Tape letters. And yes. This, you know, I did find a recommendation online. It's on like the TV tropes recommendation i think for screw tape letters fan fiction fiction but i don't remember finding much else it's kind of like what i could turn up um this was published in march 8th 2001 the title is a letter from screw tape to mr holland manners and it was published by honor h you can find a link there at bit.ly slash rfr screw tape wait a minute honor h is that the same author did i just not notice until right now Hmm. Um, I feel like we read something by them. You oh. have many jobs, Amato, but this is one of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is true. I Maybe I just know. thought about us reading something by them? Well, we could go back through our other 91 episodes and see. I think maybe everybody should, just to make sure. Yeah, yeah just to double check. Huh. It's a familiar name, but I don't remember. 
Um, well, that's okay. In this case, what I was getting at was, we all want to talk about the screw tape letters. Let's start by talking about our background with the screw tape letters. And Tori, why don't you start? Because you had a Catholic upbringing of sorts, right? <laughs> I did, yes. Um, I mean, you know, kind of liberal Catholic. Um, but we still went to church every Sunday. Um, there just wasn't a lot of, like, fire and brimstone in our church. It was much more about the positive, like, Jesus side of things. Which I think is, you know, like, no matter what church we were at, which is cool, because it was still a Roman Catholic church, but... Um, I read the screw tape letters when I was like a kid, 12, 13. Mm -hmm. And I actually hadn't read it since then and reread it over the last few days. I remember when I first read it, I was like, whoa, this is like so deep. Like it gets into <laughs> so many things. And looking at it again, I was like, yes, there's so many comments on humanity that are awesome in there. Um, you know, it's also kind of really sexist and mm -hmm. a little like uh, anti-communist now that I look at it <laughs> from my, my lens of the future. Also anti-pacifist because it kind of takes place during the war and they talk about how like being nurturing as pacifism would make him evil, you know? Yeah. Because he, I guess because he wouldn't be committed to anything. I don't even know. But there's a lot of points that are really like still very salient to this day about human nature basically yeah there's a lot about like the ways that people soothe themselves into thinking that they're being good people even when they're being shitty people right yeah, yeah yeah and it's good it's like one that stuck with me was um when he talks about like passive aggression and families but it's like he always talks about doing it from like the seed of this so he's like from the seed of believing that you are honoring the other person's wishes by arguing that you want to do the thing that they do, right? Uh, I think the example is like, oh, I, a family member doesn't want to have tea in the garden, but is the family's, but is like clearly like, oh, I'll do it anyway. And the family's like, no, 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 not if you don't want to. And that person goes, no, 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 we should do it if you want to. And they start arguing the other's point until they become embittered <laughs> towards each other. I thought that was really good. Yeah. And he also specifies, like, that can only happen in a family. He says, like, this task is best done with more than two people. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's very good. And, sorry, I, I was calling you out as a Catholic-ish upbringing, but <laughs> C.S. Lewis wasn't actually Catholic. I just know that, like, um, the screw tape letters has, has like, a place. I, I don't understand, like, Lewis's relationship with Catholicism, but apparently he was, like, almost converted at some point or, like, kind of had some theological thoughts in common with a lot of Catholic doctrine. I, I don't really, I don't really fully understand it, but that's okay. Yeah, I've looked into this before. Um, I mean, I know that he was deeply religious, but I can find out right now. <laughs> From what I just glanced at, it, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that a good one-sentence summary, you know, explains. Mm -hmm. I think it's more like a doctoral thesis sort of topic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like there are theses on this. You know, I would, I was thinking, though, he didn't convert to Christianity until he was teaching at Oxford. So I guess it's different when you come to your faith as an adult, I think. It mm -hmm. becomes like, it's a very, like, important, passionate thing rather than like, yeah, this is just what I do because I always grew up with it. Right. Well, speaking of growing up with it, I've got no religion, but um, I spent 
a whole lot of time reading as a child. That was my, you know, practice. And Screw Tape Letters is one of those books that, like, really stuck in my mind, more so than any of the Narnia books I read. I mean, like, because, yeah, it's just so unique and cool. And you're right, a lot of the things that he says, you're like, whoa, that's, like, insightful. <laughs> and also just the whole conception of of demons, I feel like, in that story are is really compelling. <laughs> and it's got to have had an influence, you know, if not direct, then, like, through some kind of chain on things like Angel, right? Yeah. I mean, like... it's the way it ends you know with the like affection and devouring i was like as a kid i was like oh my god but yeah i think that does have an impact in our modern view of demons yeah i i reread the story also um screw tape letters also and i did notice some like uh wolfram and hart-esque uh escapades that went on in the background like where he talks about how you may be interested to learn that the little misunderstanding with the secret police, which you tried to raise about some unguarded expressions in one of my letters, has been tidied over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dom, anything you want to say about screw tape letters or your history with it? Um well I, I grew up um LDS, uh, Mormon. Um we were a bit of what's kind of colloquially uh, might be a slur actually kind of as jack mormons which are not as devout i guess <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> kind of skip some days uh mom's a my mom's a, a complete uh believer and i've always uh, as a kid i always tried to like reconcile dogma with like uh philosophy so when i was a teenager uh i read something like this i, I read this and it was like oh yeah man uh, fight the power. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> um, growing up, I've, I've, uh, you know, developed things. I'm, I'm not the theist at all, but like spiritual maybe is the word. It, it sounds like a cop out, but like believing oh. in something, but I don't think it's been codified. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I, I think it's, I think it's very fair to say, like, hey, there's, there might be something out there, and probably no human being has, like, figured out all the details <laughs> into a codified system of religion, you know? Yeah, right. That doesn't yeah. sound crazy to me. I, like, um... Oh, sorry, go on. And, and so, rereading it uh, recently, I was less enthused as I was <laughs> the, the previous time, because there are a lot of good, like, human things, like, pleasure itself is not evil, it's, uh, like, the trappings around it, which can change how it's used but I was not as happy with the uh, very theist leanings of like looking down at the concept of, of historical Jesus as like detracting from the truth of like, and it's mm. like, um, you're kind of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, saying know, how, yeah. There are some very specific points that like stand out where you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and the misogyny stuff isn't great. And uh-huh. so I think it's interesting to read through, uh, the screw tape letters. Is that what we're ta- talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think screw tape mostly, letters yeah. is some kind of religious fan fiction, right? Is there some text that it draws from? Uh, I mean, directly. Maybe one or, you know, two. I don't know. I mean, King like James Bible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on, you know, it's one or two, depending on how you call it. Right. Uh, but no, we'll, we'll try to move into the fanfic here. And just in terms of screw tape letters, it sounds like it probably helped me that I did not reread the screw tape letters just before reading this, <laughs> in terms of me being favorably inclined to it. It might. But, 
No, I'm but favorably inclined to it because it mimics the screw tape letters so well. I yeah. meant it being the screw tape oh, letters. Oh, right. This fan fiction, though, I like. <laughs> right. And if we're talking about that kind of connection between screw tape letters and things like Angel with Hell being kind of like um, organized and bureaucratic and terrible, the the quote that the fanfic author opens with from the screw tape letters is pretty spot on <laughs> going into Angel. And it is, the greatest evil is not now done in those sordid dens of crime that Dickens loved to paint. It is not done even in concentration camps and labor camps. In those, we see the final result. But it is conceived and ordered, moved, seconded, carried, and minded, in clean, carpeted, warmed, and well-righted offices by quiet men with white collars and cut fingernails and smooth-shaven cheeks who do not need to raise their voice. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of the like modern draw on that i think that might be the biggest like takeaway one that the the demons are always like businessmen mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the combination of the two makes me think about the last season of angel what they tried to do there i mean love it or hate it it, it was an interesting season <laughs> yeah now i've only ever seen the first two seasons of angel which mm-hmm. is good for me because can one of you talk about when this fanfic is set uh, this is specifically set between the episodes Blind Date, and but before to Shanshu in L.A., which is all of season one, excepting the season one finale to Shanshu in L.A. Okay. Yeah. And the summary is basically the title, right? It is a letter from Screwtape, from the Screwtape letters. Mm-hmm. It's a mortal demon, still around doing his thing, to Mr. Holland Manners, who is, is he like, one of the high ups were basically in charge at this point of Wolfram and Hart. Uh, one of the high ups. You never know exactly who's in charge of Wolfram and Hart. That seems reasonable too. Yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Manners is a manager that's above whoever the people they're used to talking to are. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like the highest up we know, right? Of the division that directly interacts with Angel. Right, right. And the topic is that um, Manners wrote to Screwtape asking for advice on how to deal with the Angel situation. Mm-hmm. And th- this letter is mostly his advice. He gets off topic slightly occasionally, but mostly <laughs> it's just how to deal with Angel. By the way, the tone and of this fanfic is pitch perfect. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. <laughs> um, it's interesting, though, like, because it's an Angel crossover, you know, in in the Screwtape list, it's all about kind of how heavy a hand to take in trying to direct the attention of the person who the demon is what's the word haunting uh responsible for tempting yeah tempting so i guess he's the doctor (laughs) and those are the tools at hand and so it's interesting hearing screw tape in it's in his extremely screw tape tone referring to other options where it's like, oh, shall we remove his soul? Shall we, like, you know, try to deal with him physically? <laughs> Whatever. And it's like, the tone exa- is exactly the same. It's just that because the setting is so different, it's like kind of a different set of options to some extent. Well, you yeah. have a really good point there, too, in that this is not a disappointed uncle talking to his nephew. It's like someone <laughs> kind of like, here's what I would advise. It's a lot more respectful. You know, yeah, thought per- that, like, I was disappointed to hear that you fucked up. <laughs> it's the a professional... Strike- it's a professional colleague talking to another professional colleague. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and it feels like Screwtape is inclined to be generous on this because by writing to him, Mister Manners is kind of ceding a little bit of like it's like okay, you're better than me. 
Like, can you help me out with this? Yeah. Like, oh. so Screwtape likes, you know, is, is happy to dispense all kinds of advice. Yeah. I mean, even more so than he was with his disappointing nephew who he devoured. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about this fanfic as a whole before we get into the specifics of what Screwtape says, that was my one disappointment, is that the tone is really, really good for a single letter from Screwtape, right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. a lot of the pleasure of the Screwtape letters is Screwtape just getting so progressively more annoyed with Wormwood, <laughs> like, who... Who has his moments of doing things okay, but usually just vacillates from doing things okay to like seriously fucking up over and over. Yeah. And like, you're not even (laughs) sure if what Wormwood is actually doing. Like, I mean, it's described by Screwtape, but you have no idea what's going on in his head. You get more of this like Screwtape, like eventually turns into a giant centipede. And yeah, (laughs) I just love that part because you can see how like he's. He's kind of progressing, like, more and more demonic as it goes on. Like, not that he wasn't already <laughs> demonic, but, like, to the point where he's going to devour his nephew. Yeah, and I, I like the... He gets so angry about what's going on and what his nephew did that he just breaks off in the middle and just the note, here, the, the script breaks off and resumed in a different hand. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, as I'm so now a centipede, my secretary is dictating this. <laughs> yep. Side toad pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so good okay so back to the fanfic <laughs> um screw tape is saying like okay so the deal is he, he we know he's important in quote the great scheme but we're not sure how important he is to the enemy and so the best goal is to try to turn him evil again mm-hmm. but you can't do that just by removing his soul because that would be too direct and like heaven would just move against that directly well it's because Oh, the other, th- well, they talk about Angel's Curse, where in order for Angel's Curse, they have to be lifted, he has to have a moment of pure joy. He talks about how they can't do that because that's not under their domain, which I really like that detail because that was covered under the screw tape letters also. That right. they're, not, they're unable to create positive feelings and emotions. That is a wonderful connection. You're right. Yes. yes. That, that's the, there we are. Thus far, all our research in the infernal realms has failed to produce anything resembling true happiness. All pleasures, all joys are essentially the domain of the enemy, and we must corrupt them in order to make them work for us. That almost and feels so like th- it's lifted directly from the source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I-, I was also looking at the the previous paragraph where he's saying, removing his soul is not easy, and we have all the reason to believe that the powers that be would intervene should an attempt be made to strip him of it by force. They have before, you can be assured they would do it again. And I, I don't know if by that he means like... Um, you know, through dealing, through using the Slayer or other pawns, or whether there's, like, some events that I'm not remembering in Angel or Buffy about, like, the powers that be kind of restoring his soul more directly. Powers of B are purposely nebulous through the entire series, and and, in different ways in different seasons. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. So what's his basic game plan, then, for um, tempting or making Angel less of a good person? It's like despair, right? Is that's what he says is the weapon. Yeah. He's like He talks about the scroll of Abergion, Abergion. Uh the Shanshu uh, prophecy. You, the Shanshu prophecy, <laughs> yeah. which like I said even I'm familiar with because I actually saw that part. And he's like, "You know what? I'm actually really glad that I'm almost glad that he found that." 
because he's too humble right now. It's always like, oh, I don't deserve anything. And so he's so happy when like people are nice to him. And he's so like, you know, he doesn't look down on anybody because he thinks he's, you know, a shitty demon anyway. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, well, if he thinks he's important, that's good. Like you want to build up the fact that like, hey, actually, I'm important and I'd like deserve something for all this like important fighting that I'm doing. And that's sort right. of thing. Happiness we cannot man manage. Smugness we can. <laughs> is the quote. Right. And I like, I like that he also calls out the Watcher's Council as like, hey, that was our work. <laughs> yeah. They used oh, to be yeah. like righteous warriors. And it has over the last few centuries been reduced to a coterie of smug gits trading esoteric knowledge. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> Which is settled often in the later seasons of both Buffy and Angel. <laughs> yeah. Right. And the idea that he's taking credit for that, I mean, if not directly, it's like his kind of demon, you know, department is responsible for that sort of thing. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. Actually, I like this because there's kind of a, actually a tone clash between the screw tape letters and Angel, which is that in Angel, it's like the side of good and the side of evil. In the screw tape letters, it's like everything is a little more subtle. Like everyone's being swayed toward the, the enemy's camp, meaning God's camp or the other camp. And it's always kind of in between. And in this, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, the Watchers, they were pretty messed <laughs> up. Like, even though they're on the quote unquote good side. It's interesting dragging the screw tapes uh, cosmology into the angel world because the screw tape cosmology is pretty um, binary, this or that. It's our side and the enemy's side, whatever side you're on. Mm -hmm. but the angel cosmology is much wider. So, like, within context of, like, it's possible that the agency Wormwood works for, for example, isn't part of Wolfman Hart, <laughs> you know? Uh -huh. I was assuming it wasn't. I was assuming that they, you know, met at conventions once a year or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but, like... That's, like, the tone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Something or, taking place in some pleasant hell dimension or whatever. Yeah. And, like, the screw tape cosmology, they, they would be on the same side, but the angel one is a bit broader <laughs> you you kind of get this thing from screw tape where it's like everybody is like either an amateur or professional tempter and ever all demons just move up the ranks kind of but you're right yeah, yeah. angel it's spread out and so i like the work reconciling them you know the author has to just ignore some of the discrepancies right like there's definitely no room in the screw tape letters for demons who appear on earth and go like you know, turn someone into a vampire. Like, that's <laughs> definitely not a thing that happens. It's not Christian, but, no. like, <laughs> but I think what you're saying, Dom, about the angel cosmology being wider, what that means is that if you take angel as a base, it doesn't feel wrong to pull in the screw tape elements. No. <laughs> even if the opposite direction wouldn't work at all. Yeah. No, that's yeah, a really good point. Yeah, screw tape's organization can sit comfortably in the angel world. <laughs> right. In the same yeah, world where, one of where they... That they don't necessarily have the, like the Christian good and evil going on, but holy water is a thing, <laughs> right? There uh -huh. are powers that be that they can still be kind of like opposed by. That's fine. Yeah, crosses burn vampires, and they can't enter churches. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. who knows if there's actually a god or not? It's like ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's demons, yeah, but yeah, no Lord of Hell, I guess. And demons fluctuate you know, I, between, like, evil being, uh, in the Angel Buffyverse, between evil beings and just a different biological species. <laughs> yeah, creatures living in other dimensions, mostly, right? Yeah. It, it. I did just notice that in this fanfic, 
he rarely uses, he does use the term the enemy, but he more often uses the powers that be. Yeah. Which yeah. is the Wolfram and Hart's enemy. <laughs> but right. that makes sense because, yeah, like you said, Don, it's Wolfram and Hart's enemy. He does say the enemy, but I think it's more like the powers that be are separate from that. They're just kind of <laughs> on the enemy's side. <laughs> and so the the one part of his plan that he suggests is uh, try to make him smugger about his importance and things and therefore entitled for something such as becoming human. That's good. That's good. Good and tact, the other, yeah. <laughs> and the other part of the plan has like ties right into uh, the that last episode of season one, apparently, where he's saying, um, "You have within your grasp the means for invoking invoking Voka's physical presence. Use it. I've already spoken with him, and he will enlarge our plans to you." That's like the <laughs> demon who's summoned there. Right. He says, "I like that he says it is too delicate a matter for this correspondence," and. I will say that the point of this exercise will be to bring something resembling his own redemption with an angel's grasp, then to take it away just as he grasps it, which is more or less what happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pick a season and yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how the if show keeps going. <laughs> if I understand him right, and I have his dossier up on my laptop at this moment, he will then focus his energy entirely on fighting you at Wolfram and Hart. And then he says, that's good because for one thing... If he's not just trying to do what good he can, if he's trying to, like, think about the big picture, then that produces a sense of futility. Because it's like, uh, I don't seem to be getting anywhere in the big picture sense. Yeah. Which is also very, like, Buffy-verse, where it's like, you know, the characters hit that ennui several times, at least Buffy does, I remember. Where it's like, there's it's always more friggin' demons or whatever. Like, <laughs> what's the point here? Yeah. Yeah. I, I also like how they point out to like a screw tape points out that angel's not a human but since he has a soul he behaves like humans so then he starts talking about like how the big picture has been romanticized by humans even some loyal to the enemy's camp it is something we always encourage for you see once a human or this soul-bearing hybrid angel gets it into the, his head that the war in italics must be fought not simply the current battle it's almost embarrassingly simple for us to slip in despair mm-hmm so that's it's kind of cool. It's very yeah. screw tape. <laughs> it is very screw tape, especially since he emphasizes that actually, when you are called to do something righteous, it's only about that moment. It's not about anything else, and that's the seeds of eternity are within that, and we don't like that. So you know, we want people to give up. Yeah, and then right. it goes on to even <laughs> use the terms like eternal, not temporal forces, causing him to ask the fatal question: What's the use of me? And they use eternal and temporal a lot to describe like how humans experience the temporal, but other beings experience the eternal or mm -hmm. in, in the screw tape letters. So lots of good references. They knew their stuff. Yeah. It's very cool. And this is, by the way, I don't think we emphasize just how short this fanfic is. It is about the length of a chapter in the screw tape letters. It's like one, one single words. chapter. It, maybe a little shorter, right? about, It took me about three minutes to read it. Maybe a little <laughs> bit less. <laughs> Fanfiction.net says 1,600, but that's with the disclaimer and notes and, you know, all that kind of thing. So probably more like 1,500. It's very short. Yeah. It's like that Legolas Gimli length. Um, what was that fanfic? They say the elves. They say of the elves, yes. Hmm. Um. So in content, we're like two-thirds of the way through the content, because the last thing is him him being screw tape. Screw tape shifting subjects over to talk about Lindsay, our I, friend. I love this part. Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about it. Well, uh, 
Lindsay is always an interesting is usually an interesting character in um, Angel because like the starts off just evil lawyery and but they still take him on some journey some some highs some lows and some dips which is something you probably shouldn't be able to do with one who was a lawyer for evil incarnate <laughs> <laughs> but they do draw some interesting comparisons between uh, Lindsay and um, how do they phrase it um, keep a close wa- well the, the uh, Screwtape also tells him to mention to Lindsay that the company has sold his soul uh, t- and to show him the contract. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which uh, does happen, right? Eventually. Kind of, more or less. And I also, to keep a close watch on him. Secondly, while I understand how you have become fond of the boy, watch your feelings. I myself am not immune to such fondness. Indeed, the lad reminds me strongly of my own nephew, Wormwood, for whom I felt great affection even as I devoured him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was a nice little that. comparison between the two. The and, other, oh, go on. Well, it, like it might seem a little bit shoehorned, but I think it's appropriate enough that it it passes. Yeah, you gotta have. I mean, he found a connection. The author found a connection. They found a connection, and um, it does fit well enough. What I do, the other little bit that I like from the Lindsay segment is I don't remember in what ways they try to like maybe give Lindsay some sort of like moral dilemmas or whatever. But um, apparently he was given a crisis of conscience at some point in season one. And Screwtape's comment is, he took a hard look at the road to redemption with its discomforts, difficulties, the distinct lack of glory, the fact that you may feel nothing but pain, and that not everyone will be mightily impressed with one small gesture. (laughs) And then he was like, "Uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I paraphrase that last part. This is also interesting but, because, like, they have a lot of Lindsay development in season two. Like that comes off of the Shanshu thing, uh, or the the ritual they do at the end of season one. Why, why am I trying to? This is a spoiler show. They they raise um Angel's sire. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, that's what the the demon Voka is going to do at the end of season one, right? Yeah. So, like that's the the plan that that Screw Tape isn't comfortable putting to pan here. <laughs> yeah, that's implied. Right. And like the, they, there's some development because like they raise Angel's sire with a soul. So like Lindsay feels sorry for them, but they're human. But they have they're racked with diseases, so they're dying. So they tell them to go to the dark side because become a vampire will save them, but also dooms their soul. And there's some there's some stuff there's in there. There's a it's lot fun. that yeah. goes on there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Can I just also say that coming back to the comment about like the the nephew with whom he felt great affection even as he devoured him, it's like it's really not shoehorned as you mentioned, but it's also just really funny. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. like a really funny reference done as a quip. <laughs> I yeah. really appreciated that. <laughs> it's also like they're I, I think they're trying to present like, oh yes, I was very fond of my nephew. It's like, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah, that's the other thing is like, it's the thing that ke- keeps you. It, the only thing in the relationship in the screw tape letters that you keep seeing over and over again is how he he talks about how he can't love and demons don't love, but he has great affection for his nephew. <laughs> and then you just see you see him being so hypocritical, like going back and forth, like how could you fucking fail? Oh, but I'm on your side. And it just well, builds that way. Well, the uh, header to the last letter. My dear, my very dear Wormwood, my 
pop it my pins in <laughs> yeah yeah it just gets more and more like that yeah and it's like it, it talks about how like oh you're saying i don't love you but far from it i love you so much it's i'm gonna love eating you so much too yeah i think that's like humor it's like the strong humor that builds throughout the letters and i, yeah. I like that they put it as a quip in this uh, love you. Why? Yes, as a dainty morsel as ever. I grew fat on. <laughs> <laughs> it, it and also, if we're talking about, oh, sorry, hang on. Oh no, continue. Oh, I was just gonna say that it also like kind of draws the question of what his relationship with manners is into this letter when he brings it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, speaking of relationships, I also like the line just before he signs off. If Foka becomes difficult, mention my name. He and I have a longer history than any human could imagine. And it's just, you know, like a neat immortal demon thing. It makes me want to see, like, given long enough, probably all these demons become aware of each other in one way or another. So it's like, what would a what would a screw tape letter talking about Spike or something look like? <laughs> I can I can just imagine he would be much more annoyed by Spike's existence to begin with. Oh my god, yeah. Well Spike's younger than Angel, so I I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's true. True. Yeah. And Angel, also, Angel's not even that old, just a couple hundred years. How does the cosmology work of, like, the <laughs> demon that possesses you when you become a vampire? Is that an existent demon? Is uh, it a demon that's created? That's I, think a, it's, <laughs> I think it's poetic. Okay. Like, you get... like You just lose your soul. Well, it's this demon that's been fragmented so far that it's not even a personality. It's just demonic power that gets passed. Oh, is that it? Except okay. that I, I'm just explaining. Weird part I don't know. Is that Angel's personality does a complete 180. So does Spike's. Like most people's, when they get the, it sort of seems like the demon thing is like just not caring about other people at all. So well, you just do whatever you want. In I don't the Buffy know. cosmology, it's not the demon part that makes you do the evil stuff. It's the fact that your human soul gets removed. Yeah, that's a good okay, point. Right. And so you become a demon that has the body and memories of the human that it was with the demon like inclination to cruelty without human consciousness or soul yeah. or spirituality. I guess that's a good point. Like I kind of always wondered um, like why angel became so cruel, you know, compared to other people. But to think about it, like he was kind of an asshole before that. Like he was just getting drunk all the time and like not doing anything responsible. It's almost as if his big character change came after he sought atonement. So that yeah, makes it's, sense. Um, yeah. Well, and like the fragmentation of his personality that person personified by different names. is just like another expression of their inability to reconcile all the different parts of their mind, you know? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there's one last cute referential quip in this fanfic at the very very end which is the postscript <laughs> p.s do keep this letter under lock and key i cannot begin to tell you the difficulties i was thrown into when that pestilential lewis fellow went and published another correspondence of mine <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be annoying <laughs> yeah like i almost thought this was like too cheesy a little bit you know like oh uh, uh, but it was it was funny and it was in tone and i liked that and yeah. I imagine that uh, screw tape doesn't correspond with many uh, on the mortal side, so this would be a prevalent <laughs> worry. Yeah, it actually oh, well, like, yeah, makes sense you would say that. How Lewis got his hands on correspondence between a demon and another demon. It's a good point. Yeah, it's it's fourth wall breaking, which I don't always appreciate. But 
I like that it includes C.S. Lewis into the world because he's mm-hmm. probably extant in the the Buffy verse, right? Because it's our world, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't know this, but I know it. The Scoobies have got to have made a reference to like Narnia at some point. They must have, right? I feel like that's true, so it is true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> I feel like that's gotta have been true. I also kind of like the like the fridge canon implications of this is that like screw tape and C.S. Lewis might have been in correspondence. <laughs> uh, or like Wormwood and C.S. Lewis. That oh, could be. Hmm. That would make more sense i don't know why i've always had this question about wormwood if he was actually trying to be demonic or if he was like trying to like skirt his way around it because he does such a bad job right because all the letters that are in there are letters to wormwood right exactly right yeah that's whoa geez that makes a lot of sense (laughs) huh well, anyway, I think the Lewis reference, the postscript, it's a little cutesy. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing you can get away with when you know that nobody else is writing screw tape letters <laughs> fanfiction. Because, like, if everybody was, then that would get old real fast. But because, like, this is the only screw tape letters fanfiction we're likely to read, it's I th- just fun. I think also because the, the length of the piece is so short, too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't have to, like, follow through with that concept or anything. Yeah. It's just one letter. Right. All right. It's a short fanfic. It's a relatively short discussion. I think we should start finishing this up. What do we have to complain about in A Letter from Screwtape to Mr. Holland Manners? Um, I would have liked what the original Screwtape had, which was a series of letters with an arc. But I feel like mm-hmm. that's unreasonable to ask for. <laughs> I agree, and I don't think it's that unreasonable, because I was thinking about it. It would be a lot of work is the problem, because this makes this letter's positioned at a very specific point in continuity. Yeah. And so future letters would have to be positioned at future points in continuity, which means that you would then have to find something resembling an arc in how the firm tries to deal with Angel over the course of the series. Yeah. And I don't know if that's there or not, or whether it's very, like, scattershot or haphazard or, like, plot, you know, dictated or what. Well, like, an arc that isn't explicitly stated in the show, or that's maybe hinted to in the show. Right. Like, maybe you're right. There's not as many cracks in there to uh, expand. I feel like they found a good crack, but... I have the same desire, though, because like I said, a lot of the pleasure of the Screwtape Letters is that it's a series of letters over time. Yeah. And so this is very fun, but it doesn't provide quite that same pleasure of reading, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I appreciate it for what it is. Actually, I even would have just had maybe a few more digressions in the letter that, like, to preface this, this tone is spot on, you know, word choice, etc. But I almost feel like uh, screw tapes original letters had way more like moments where he was like oh but i digress as he talks about like <laughs> if you could do this and then this and this and then this and then this because the nature of humans is to blah 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 blah. <laughs> he went on for a while i felt like that would have added to the tone and maybe like beef this up a little but for you know 1500 words it's it stands it's solid yeah tori i i feel what you're meaning maybe it is just i want a little bit more of it because it's fun And I feel like without having to become an armchair philosopher like Lewis or armchair theologian or whatever, I feel like there's a little bit of space for that. Like, for example, it did jump out at me that 
the beginning of the letter is, Dear Mr. Manners, you were right to come to me for advice on how to deal with this angel creature. And then he starts talking about it. And it's like, you could have, you could have fit in a paragraph there of just like, hey, how's it going? Like, you know, I, I don't mean how's it going because that's not how he would say it. Yeah. But like something implying a little bit more of exactly what their relationship or background right. is. Like, I yeah. remember have... from your previous correspondence, which is what he always does with Gormon, is like, your previous correspondence disappointed <laughs> yeah. me or whatever. Yeah, right. like, dear Mr. Manners, I was delighted to hear correspondence from you after such a period of inactivity. <laughs> I think the last time. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just that a kind little of more thing, meat. Right. Yeah, yeah, a little more meat would be great because that's what there's least of here is screw tape and manners and that feels like a little bit of space where you could put another paragraph or two in and it would feel a little bit richer yeah this would require the characterization of screw tape in this letter to be to place himself as as a more high status character than than manners oh i think that's fine though yeah that, that would have been fine as it is they seem right. very equal um contemporaries but i, I would have liked a more a higher status screw tape talking. Isn't Holland Manners just a human though? Like, wouldn't <laughs> screw tape be way above him being like a centuries old demon? That sort of but thing. But that's not yeah. exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that would be an obvious way to go with it. It's interesting that it's not really how they went with it, but they kind of didn't go a place with it. And I would have enjoyed if they had. Yeah, but we're just kind of. Yeah, uh, we're, we're talking in circles. Arm, armchair editing. <laughs> yeah, armchair editing. Yeah. But also. We're kind of looking for something to want to change, because what do we have to praise in this fanfic? The fanfic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the whole fanfic. I know. I mean, part it's... of what sets it, you know, they they kept it within the limit that they needed and made everything work in that limit, so. And, yeah. And, like, the concept is just, you know, chef's kiss. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It reminds me of, they say, of the elves in that sense, in a few senses, both because they go for, they both go for a very strong writing tone. And they have a strong concept, and both of them get in, do their thing, get out before they can get like lost or like you know their writing can weaken or you know before things can can go off the rails. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to say they're like equal fanfics or anything like that. Just that it's this type of of strong concept, very short piece that that is very well done yeah i i also wanted to pick on one other thing that i found well done i know i pointed out a lot of other things but i like when he says uh breaking down the humility would be a step in the right direction for that reason i find myself almost glad he found the scroll of abergian i don't remember how to pronounce it <laughs> and then he says such an admission startles you no doubt one would think that the information contained therein would give him hope which is essentially a bad thing I like how he does that, oh, that startles you thing, because that's definitely from the <laughs> original, where he kind of holds this, like, oh, you're probably surprised, because I've got this secret, tricky way of thinking that you can't understand, or something, you know? Yeah, that's a, the highest status way of speaking, which is great, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's He's always like, condescending, you know? <laughs> Screwtape's got these galaxy brain strategies going on, and he's yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm sure you're just thinking at this level, but I'm thinking right. Right, several right. steps beyond that. <laughs> isn't even my final theological form <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's very good <laughs> well then it's going to be a short time this time and we will move ever onward in our quest to discuss every old fan fiction that's worth talking about ever in the world wait that's our It'll quest happen. every <laughs> i mean it might take a little longer but you know 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dom, you're cool if we're doing this when we're like 80 years old, right? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make think about the future. <laughs> we can be discussing fanfics from like 2060 or something. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is we should write some now so we can talk about that later. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. Planning ahead for the future. That would be completely self-sustaining. A, a professional motion machine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why do I feel so defeated by that idea? <laughs> the weak point here is that we would have to write good fan fiction. Mm. Which, uh, that's asking a little bit more of mm. all of us, I think. <laughs> well, technically, I, it's fan fiction you have reason to believe would be good. Yeah. That is true. Hmm. Mm. so we write it well, then we speak- wipe our memories and then <laughs> uh, well you know with memory wiping future tech yeah right yeah we can count on all this <laughs> speaking of moving forward into the future we have a slight change in programming for the next month or so i was waiting for someone to jump in there uh, <laughs> dom you're planning on taking a hiatus from being part of the discussion right Yes, I'm, I'm taking a, a mental health break for uh, a period of time, maybe about a month or so. And for, we support uh, you. Yeah, for uh, personal health reasons. <laughs> yep, but don't worry, we're going to keep Dom slaving away in the background editing things. So their invisible hand will be guiding every word that you hear recorded. Yes, I'll still be hearing everything you say, so, you know... <laughs> And in that way, we stay connected. And I'll, I'll just we'll be talk sure, carefully. Yeah, I'll just be sure to correct everything with um, you know, high status correspondence back. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. <laughs> um, all right. I was yeah, disappointed uh, to hear that your conversation was not at the level. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, I'll be on Twitter if you want to talk to me specifically. I guess. Um, I was recently in a No Fear Shakespeare thing that's on YouTube for a Midsummer's Night stream. If you want to hear me do something, yeah, we can put a link up to that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're still it's still being released as we're recording, but it's a version of Midsummer's Night stream that's been redubbed in modern English, and I got cast as one of the mechanicals. So, if you'd like to hear that, it, there's a link on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the second time you played a mechanical, I believe. Different one this time, though. Yeah, yeah. You'll get around to all of them soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make the full circle before you can um, move on to the playing. I don't know, Titania or something. That sounds like a lot of lines. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right, so starting next week, hopefully we'll be having some other guests on. I believe we have something in the works to hopefully have Chris back on, who has not been on the show in some time, but is one of our go-to filler people, you know, when we can't have one of our regulars. Someone should tell them, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Some negotiations remain. But as for this, this was episode 92 of Retro Fanfic Retrospective. We're coming up on episode 100 in the properly numbered things. A letter from Screwtape to Mr. Holland Manners. A Angel Screwtape Letters crossover fanfic by Honor H, published in 2001. You can find a link to the fanfiction.net posting of it, which I believe is the only one, at bit.ly slash rfrscrewtape. 
there will be maybe I should have gone with the letter there, but too late. I'm committed. <laughs> uh, you know, the link will be there in the description on this on this podcast episode. <laughs> the opening song to this podcast is the Weekly Fair off of the album Popey's Incredible Adventure by Komiku. The ending song is Run Against the Universe from the same album. If you have any questions or comments or recommendations or anything like that, you can find us at retrofanficretrospective.podbean.com. That's the main site. Uh, but you could probably contact us at retrofanficretrospective at gmail.com. We are also available on Twitter and Reddit and Instagram and Facebook at retrofanfic or fanfic retrospective variously. Or you could leave comments or reviews on whatever podcast service that you use to listen to. You could also send us written correspondence. Because that's what people do in 2020, right? N- no, that doesn't sound hygienic. No, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> if you do send us written correspondence, we promise not to leak it to any amateur philosopher theologian writers. I'm Amato. I'm Tori. I'm Dom. We're just three temporal life forms trying to be nice to each other. Until next time, take care. Amato, would your devil name also be Fixaver? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> mine would be allergy